Welcome back to the Educator's Room podcast, a place for educators everywhere, regardless of grade level or content area. Put down your grade books and grab a glass of wine and learn with our host, Francesca. Hello, everybody. This is Francesca from the Educator's Room. Tonight is episode eight. Teacher mentorship is the new black. Um, It's Friday. October 9th, and I'm coming to you from beautiful Atlanta, Georgia. And tonight, I wanted to say that I want to, we want to talk about teacher mentorship and how it is the new thing to do. So I'm going to start with the letter that I received in my LinkedIn box from a young teacher. Hello, I don't want to take a lot of your time. I just wanted to say you've inspired me. I was Googling ideas to do after teaching, even though I haven't been teaching long, I, I am kind of stuck. Eek. After reading your website and listening to some of your podcasts, I'm encouraged to be creative. I have written down a few of your book titles that I plan to look into, and I'm excited to make your podcast a part of my routine. Educators need constant inspiration and rejuvenation. It feels good to see a relatable educator make a great impact in and out of the classroom. Keep up the great work, and best of luck as you continue on your journey. Thank you for your time. Okay, so I love this letter that I got. Um, I think a lot of times as educators, we take for granted just the power of one another. Um, I always like to talk about, I think my story started when I was a young teacher in Memphis, Tennessee, and I had two teachers who really took me under their wings and kind of molded me into the teacher that I needed to be. I can remember being like this teacher, being young, not knowing if I wanted to stay in education, feeling overwhelmed, frustrated, um, defeated. And I remember just every little instance um, that these teachers, one name was Miss Brantley, her name is Miss Brantley, and another one named Miss Black. They were both, one was the British literature teacher at my school, the other one was the 10th grade teacher and I was the 11th grade teacher and when I got into the school that I was teaching at I was the only new teacher in the building and to make matters worse I replaced a veteran teacher who happened to retire now to say that wasn't enough I was literally given every junior in the building so one of the first things that my teacher mentors did for me was that they took me out to eat Um, I was a young teacher. I was broke. They took me out to eat before school started and they just got to know me. They wanted to know my name. They wanted to know, you know, where I was from, what I had studied and just to give me some kind of pointers on some things. Um, and he, and they just helped me. I can remember going into their room and, you know, being frustrated with the kids and being, Um, upset about certain things they would do about the parents and them looking at me and telling me not only was it going to be okay, but these are some things that you can do to kind of help some of the situations you have in your class. I can remember when I didn't want, I didn't think I wanted to be in education anymore. And I can remember going to them and talking to them and them being very realistic with me about what I needed to do and how I could make teaching a long-term career. 
Uh, both of them eventually went into administration. Miss Black is an assistant principal, then to a principal. Now she's a literacy coach. And Miss Brantley went to be a principal, and now she works in the private sector. I think um, in 2015, teacher mentorship is even more important because we are faced with a time where teachers are literally under attack. And to have a fellow teacher who's been in the game a little bit longer to talk newer teachers off of the edge is invaluable. I think about my first year as an instructional coach. Um, I was in the classroom from 2003 to about 2013. And when I finally came out of the classroom, um, I became an instructional coach. And I mentored a young teacher um, who was in her second year of teaching. She was overwhelmed. She was undertrained. And she was not supported in a way that a new teacher should be supported, especially with someone from her content area. And I remember my principal coming to me and telling me, you need to work with her. But before I could work with her, I needed to know who she was. So I used some of the same techniques that Miss Black and Miss Brantley had used with me. I sat down and had lunch with her. I came in her room and I helped her. I gave her advice. Um, and gradually, we blossomed into a friendship. I remember at the end of her second year, she was finishing up teaching, and she asked me, should I stay in education? And we keep in mind, we had talked every day for the last 180 days, so we had a really good relationship. And I asked her, I said, do you think you should stay? And she was giving me all the pros and the cons, and I told her, just like they told me, I said, you're 24 years old, you have your whole career in front of you. If you leave teaching, you will be okay, and you can always come back. Needless to say, after some um, personal decisions, she decided to leave the classroom, and she's now working in private sector um, supporting schools up in the Northeast. My point in all of this is that teacher mentorship is needed. Teachers, we have to get out of the day and age where we go into our classroom, we shut the door, and we teach, and then we go home. Or we stay after school, and we leave, and we do it again the next day. We need to get into the building. We need to not only make friends with our fellow teachers, but we need to embrace our newer teachers and give them their support. And when I say new teachers, it doesn't necessarily mean a first, second, or third year teacher. This can be a teacher that's teaching a new content, new grade level, new school. All of these are new teachers. I can remember moving from Memphis. Um, I taught in the same high school, two schools in Memphis, actually. And I can remember in late 2007, 2008, I decided to move cities. I came to Atlanta to teach. And even though I, was a I had taught school for seven or eight years, I still needed a teacher mentor for the new school that I was going to. Um, I needed somebody to answer, ask, answer me questions. I needed somebody to show me around, and I needed somebody to show me the ropes of how to function in a school that was three schools in one. And I found that. So everywhere, every school that I'm at, I try to always make sure that I pick somebody to mentor. And not only that, that I have people that can mentor me. Right now, I'm considering, just as an example of mentorship, I was in the classroom for 10 years. I've been out of the classroom for four years. And one of the things that I have been considering is going to get my EDD, my doctorate. And even though I'm not a new teacher, 
I had a teacher mentor who is currently finishing up her doctorate who I went to and asked questions and if I got advice. Um, and this helped me make my decision to go back to school. So it doesn't matter the number of years you've taught. Everybody can benefit from a teacher mentorship. If you're in a building and your principal doesn't have money for formal mentors so they can, you know, not have a class, be, have fewer classes. One of the first things that I would, I would suggest during pre-service is that the principal, the instructional coach, maybe the assistant principal identify the new teachers and or the teachers who are struggling and pair them up with somebody strong in the building. Um, you could even go a step further and pair every teacher up with someone in the building for support. And when I say support, I don't necessarily mean planning, even though that can be part of the support, but somebody who can do the work of checking on their coworker. I can remember a couple of years ago, a friend of mine who was a teacher, she went, her house got flooded out. And I can remember us as a school banding together, not only getting her um, gift cards, but going to her house, helping her paint, talking to her. Um, and this was all teacher mentorship. I think in this day and age where budgets are being cut and where we're losing teachers and our class sizes are getting bigger, school districts have to really think about how they can sustain these teacher mentorships. A couple of suggestions would be teachers that retire that year they retire, bring them back part-time and allow them to mentor some of your mid-career or your beginning career teachers. In addition, principals could even see if they could structure classes so that their stronger teachers have one extra planning period. And during that planning period, they strategically mentor other teachers who are either new to the content or new to teaching altogether. Another great way to have teacher mentorship in your building if funds are low is to form an, an online PLC. And I know we hate that word PLC, right? But to form it using Twitter, maybe start a hashtag or an online closed community where teachers in the building feel safe to ask questions, to discuss things and with no fear of retaliation. I really think that mentorship is a big deal. And so this young teacher who emailed me, um, we're probably going to work something out where I become her mentor. Um, and that I just kind of, you know, encourage her because I think, and I've said this so many times, is that new teachers need a plan. And I don't mean a plan in the sense of um, what to teach, how to teach it, but a plan for what happens when you leave the classroom or when you're ready to leave the classroom. All of my new teacher, um, new teachers, I actually supported one guy. He was a third year teacher. Um, but his interest, he had a degree in English, but his interest was really technology. And so when I became his instructional coach, one of the things he told me was that, hey, I really think I want to get into educational technology. So I worked with him in because he had questions about should he go and get his master's. And we had to have a discussion. We have had a discussion about what would be more beneficial to him. And so he created a plan where he not got, he didn't get his master's in teaching, but he got his master's in instructional technology and he'll continue his work outside the classroom with the school district. 
So teacher mentorship is the new black, it's chic, it's happening. And I think as teachers, we need to take that extra step and make sure that we are helping teachers around us be great. All right, guys, to learn more about my journey in um, Memphis City Schools and kind of what I learned and all the things that I went through, um, you can always check out my book. It's on Amazon and it's entitled... um, Oh, gosh. <laughs> Behind the Desk, Surviving My First 10 Years in Education. You can go to theeducatorsroom.com. You can go to go to the top, click on books, and you can get a copy there. You can also go to theeducatorsroombooks.bigcartel and also order my book. And you'll hear all of the funny stories and you'll learn a little bit more about Miss Black and Miss Brantley. Um, and you'll be guaranteed to laugh about some of the things that I went through as a first year teacher and well through my 10th year. Um, if there's any questions, you can always contact me. Info at the Educators Room. Find me on LinkedIn. Find me on Twitter at Educators Room. Find me on Facebook at The Educators Room. Have a good evening and we'll see you back for episode nine. Goodbye.